This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Because we are celebrating good times. Come on. What are you doing? I'm touching my celebration. Celebrate good times. Come on. Doorbell. All right, love, calm down. I always have to edit a lot on this podcast, so if we could just stick to the script and no having any fun around it, that no, would be actually, great. No, actually... Can we have a bit of fun with this? These headphones are louder, aren't they? Yeah, mine are too. This is the too. sort of stuff I'm talking about. Let's have a bit of fun with this. Let's have a little bit of fun with this. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, that's interesting. Hello. Oh, that headphone hole is louder than that one. Ay, 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 I can hear. I'm not going deaf. I've been putting my thing in the wrong hole. Interesting or boring? <laughs> Innuendo. your Up your endo. Come on, then. Not today. Can we do the podcast first? Yes! This time. Good evening. I'm Michael Aspel and this is your life. Actually, your life's boring. But we're going to carry on. I first welcome your mum. First, you've never watched This Is Your Life, have you? <laughs> right, okay. I used two years ago. But okay, why right. am I the mum? You've got an authority. Do you, do you recognise this voice? I have such great memories of you from the moment you were born to now. You've always been such a joy. Yep, that's right. Those are generic words from your mum. Dun, dun, dun. Now, do you recognise this voice? I like you all of the time, even when you tell me off for things I do wrong. I know you mean well and I thank you. That's right. That's your youngest daughter, Kelly Betts. <laughs> and here's a hanky for those tears from your eyes of your head. Now, the moment that gets everybody welling up on This Is Your Life is the moment that some northern numpty... Not me this time. ...strolls out to talk about Eurovision. Today, that part is played by Matthew Lockwood. Matt Lockwood went to um, uh, a local singer-songwriter's house to talk about Eurovision and to watch the Eurovision happening live on the television. Matt, what was it like? Matt? Is Matt there? No, he's not here. He's not. Where is Matt? He's, he's, it says here, seven seventeen. Lockers in studio. Who set up that guest? Matt, Matt Lockwood. <laughs> we have a screen in front of me, okay, and it tells me what's coming up, and there's a little bit of script, and it tells me who set it up, right? Let's round. It says locks. lockers in studio set up by Matt Lockers. Here. Oh, here, here we go. I'm here. I'm here. Woo hoo hoo! Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> are we on air, are we? <laughs> oh, how are you? Are you all right? <laughs> Look at his face. You're in shock. Well, I was in shock when I went to the Eurovision party. Four hours of mayhem. Beautiful vibes, though. Really enjoyed it. After all the introductions, it was... Uh, the party got started. I saw Jan. She'd travelled from... From her... Was it Amersham, I think it was? Amersham, yeah. Then there was Mary, who sang in a fish and chip shop. Fried, fried, fried potatoes. And then um, I had a, uh, what, a back massage, which was very, very nice. Raymond was particularly concerned about my spasm. And that was lower, 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 lower. Ooh, really got to the spot I did then. Sort of the face then as well. <laughs> And then there was a lovely spread as well that Sheila, Raymond's partner, had made. There was coleslaw, potato salad, there was grapes, orange segments. Um, I did say, uh, is any white wine, Sheila? And she said, no. I went, oh. So there's any beer, Sheila? She says, no. I went, oh. And then Raymond showed me his pictures and uh, showed me where I was seating, sitting. Lots of chairs, big TV. Yeah. Right. Uh, th th this is a piece I did with uh, Mary and Leslie after a few glasses of wine, and we were critiquing the songs. Have a listen to this. So, Mary, you're, you're comparing the Swedish entry to a migraine. Oh, yeah, because it's a lot of flashing images. And it, but it's good. I mean, but I wonder about the electricity bills. That's what I worry about. I worry about the electricity bills in this place. Do you want to do Graham Norton's job for him? 
I can arrange that. I mean, I work for the BBC. I'll have a word with Graham, and next year Mary can do Graham Norton's job. I mean, I would pay. I would pay to watch that. I'd pay a subscription to the BBC for that. See, I thought that's the best song so far. It was very straightforward, catchy. No, what it is is unfortunately for Sweden, nothing measures up to ABBA. And frankly, it's just nothing to me. So you two are discussing the Austrian song now. What's your thoughts on the Austrian song? Meeting a person looking like that in Austria. It looks a bit like uh, Conchita, doesn't it? I only found out today that Conchita is a man. We've been wondering all the week whether it's a man or a woman, and in the Daily Mail today it said his mother knows him as Tom somebody. I thought, oh, he is a man then. I thought that beard. I wasn't sure if he was a man or a woman. Was I was a bit confused. The body and the arms look like a woman, and the voice sounds like a woman. Can you, can you have your voice broke and then have your voice unbroken again? Can you? Well, so this is a Grease song. Too shouty, too shouty. It doesn't sound like Grease, does it? And too much cleavage on show. No, no, Take on the Latvian entry, Mary. Well, I don't think the scenario would be good if she stepped forward. She's going to fall off the plinth she's standing on. What about the song, Mary? What about the song? No. no. So we're now on Azerbaijan. Leslie, what have you just said about this song? No, you've got to say it. You said that Graham Norton would be drooling. Is that a quote? Are you going to deny that? No, she's not, going to, like not going to deny that. I don't like Graham Norton with his beard. Has he got a beard at the moment tonight? I don't like it at all. Not a grey one when you're only, what, in his 50s, whatever he is. Makes him look like an old man. I don't like it. What about the dancers, Mary? You haven't quoted about the dancers. What do you, what do you think of them? Oh, scrabbling about on the floor. But they're men in peculiar bottom stuff, aren't they? But I think what they're supposed to represent are wolves, because it's oh, the cry they? of the wolf. Oh. So he's making the cry oh. with that awful voice, and, the and they are the wolves. Oh, I see. Oh, I didn't concentrate, did I? <laughs> oh dear. You spent the whole oh. night there. Mary made the night and so did Leslie. And this is the noise that um, you, you, this is you and Mary earlier on. Lower, lower, lower. Ooh. And then as you said goodbye. Ah. Yeah. You should come now, singing, come on, morning. Deal. Guys. Touch my bum now, come on, Justin Dealy. Touch my bum! Come on, Dealey, come hey. on! Hey, hey, fella. Hey, hey, I can't hear nothing. You hey. don't need, why do you need headphones on? I, I like, I like to, to listen to, to myself, yeah. <laughs> he can't look at himself, so he's going to hear himself. Okay, hang on one second. Straight in! So it says there. Oh, yeah, that bit goes straight in. Okay, we're in. It's on page 35. A woman living in denial. How? That's, that's if she fits. Nigerian lover proposed after six months, then said he only wed me for visa. Well, um, well, Dina. You know, well, you know. I know that Nigerians like big butts and they cannot lie, but even they would have uh, trouble um, with that. She might be charming. When Dina Charles walked down the aisle, she could not wait to spend the rest of her life with the man she loved. But just half an hour after the pair exchanged their vows... Oh. She discovered her Nigerian groom had been texting another woman. I'm texting another woman. Dina, I do not love your dinner. I love another woman. I'm here for my visa, Dina. I'm here for my dinner, Dina. Can you stop doing the voice. Is that bad? Yeah. And Dina was left further humiliated when hubby, Ben Moore, admitted he'd only married her for a visa. Ben Moore? I know Ben Moore. Ben Moore. Oh, different fella. Dina, 23, says, My whole world came crashing down. Can I do her voice? Yeah, you can do it. Racist. My whole world came crashing down when I found out my marriage was a fake. I love Ben with all my heart, and there's plenty of it. There'd have to be. We'd made loads of plans for the future, and he seemed desperate to start a family. I want to start that family with you, Dina. Stop it. She was, instantly she was instantly attracted to his looks when they met online and was hooked after he struck up a flirty conversation. The thing is, the thing is, right... A lot of these women that marry um, uh, Nigerians, that, that, a lot of these people that are exploited for visas, mm -hmm. right? They are uh, uh, permission to speak freely without any accents. 
Okay. They're deeply unattractive. And they've never experienced people showing them love and affection. So someone shows them love and affection, they they get sucked in. Your first love, you thought, that's it, I'm going to be with this person forever. No, I didn't. I hated Scots to start with. Well, your your, your heart is colder than that of Olaf's, but... (laughs) But... The, the, the first love, generally, we think this is it, this is going to be it forever. And this is their first love. This is their first... And someone's showing them a kindness mm-hmm. and affection and, you know, and they think, oh, this is it, this is it. And, and, and it's not. They're vulnerable. Anyone who is willing to throw their life up in the air for the sake of someone that they've known for six months, they are desperate for some sort of... Uh, some sort of change, aren't they? I couldn't imagine being so... Uh, uh, and that, Kelly, yes. We started chatting and he explained he'd come to, to the UK from Nigeria to study for a business degree. Mm. Um, she met him in London for a day of sightseeing. Ben took me to see Big Ben. Oh, Did oh. he know? <laughs> On the first date. <laughs> Cheeky! <laughs> Straight out! We're out. Talk up carnival in it is what you've written here. Yes, please, can you? I don't really, um... So you had those two people on. Yeah, but we still don't know what happened. Mm. Do you want it in? It's 20 minutes. I want you to cut it. Oh, yeah, of course I'll cut it. Well, then it won't be 20 minutes. You're 19, then, I'm lazy. Just take out the You're right, Dios, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, fine, boss. Give yourself, us, how's it hanging? To the left today. Yeah? Yeah. No, I'm mine's to the right. True. I'm amazed yours can hang at all in those trousers. <laughs> you love them. <laughs> What? Who's it's yours now. Or is it's it not. It's not me, guys. You haven't got headphones. Oh, I've got a headphone with me. It's you, Kelly. Ah. Um, Justin. Geezer. Bring. <laughs> <laughs> this is him off the clock, guys. <laughs> this is him actually off yeah. the clock. What can I do for you, boss? Um, you know when we went to see Paul McCartney? Oh yes, I do. What? what I night. drove. I parked. Uh, yes. Guess how much the parking was? I would say, do you know, I paid 19 quid at Heathrow. I'm going to I'm going to go with I'm going to How long were you there for again? We were what? 3 or 4 hours, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with 20 quid. Now, when I've parked at the O2 before for concerts, mm. it's it's a flat fee and it's mm. been 20 quid. Yeah. 30 quid. What? <laughs> 30 quid on top of that, 7 quid for a a, a hot dog. Yeah. Those t- free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not quite so. Right. So, could you give me that money? No, listen. You pay for my parking. Listen, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to pay for you because you weren't savvy. I drove to Euston, parked for free. It was a Sunday, mm. and then paid what seven quid for a tube ticket. You mugged yourself off. Did right someone off. introduce the bit of the carnival? I'm so sorry. I forgot what we were here for. <laughs> Talking uh, of refunds, here's the carnival. Nice, thanks, Kath. Yeah. So just to summarise, uh, no. uh, Hayley, mm-hmm. you're suggesting that Clary said that your costumes were, quotes, and the last time we used this word, crap. Yep. Um, and that, uh, uh, that you weren't on the list, even though you could see you were on the list, and they weren't going to put you on because they didn't want to, you to ruin their carnival. Is that right? Exactly, the finale. Clary, artistic director of the carnival. Clary, you've heard the accusations. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your response? Firstly, I, I never spoke to Hayley. I don't even know who Hayley is. Um, and I, I had no discussion with her, and I never said to anybody that the costumes were crap. We, I don't use that language. And anybody who knows you will tell you that I would never have said that, because I'm always very careful. I don't even judge in things, because I don't like to have a, have a sick comp. I don't like to criticize other, other people's work, because I'm a designer myself. What we did was, the issue here isn't anything to do with their costumes at all. If they, they have taken money from people, and they should have been responsible and they should have made sure that their truck was ready and secure so that they could deliver the infrastructure to the expectations of the group which they had invited and the money they had taken from those people. They didn't do that. And as a result of that, issues down the line, by the time they got to where I was at the ramp stage, the finale was on, and the next thing that is prepared is standing, waiting to go on after Rampage. At that point, I had already had to cut Several groups going over did not have the time that they were meant to be rhythm of the city came all the way from London. They, instead of having four minutes, had two minutes. Other groups, Mahogany came from London. Instead of having four minutes, they had three minutes. Get across the stage quickly because we needed to go because this year we did not have the funding to do the sound sites in the way we normally do. And, and as the, the St. George's Square is a sound site, we had to make sure the parade got over as quickly as we can. So we could hand back that site to right. the sound site. Let me interrupt because there are well, several well, things. Uh, can I finish? No, you, so no, I no, no Clary, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in because there are several things that both of you have said that I'd like to pick up on. Firstly, 
Um, you're 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 saying that you never said the costumes were were, were crap and I that you didn't want them ruining your carnival. Her. Okay. I did not say uh, what I said. Did you? That the finale is on. Yep. And you will not be able to go. And I never told. And I didn't even speak to her. Okay. So you can't say that I said that because somebody's okay. reporting to her. Okay. What they think is their opinion. Okay, Clary. I thought, and had they been on time. Yep. They would have been across the stage in those same costumes, Clary. and there would be no issue. And I'm going to go back that to. That is what this is about. Thank you. I'm going to go back to Haley in a second. So don't, don't, please don't think this is completely one-sided. But why was it organised so badly that you'd mistimed how much time people will get on stage? Clary. Sorry. What, how would you manage to miss time? I didn't miss time anything. Ha, well, you, Haley, are you responsible? Are you responsible for the, how much time people had on stage? No, we are responsible for the way in which the parade happened. No, so, but so, so, had, so Clary, 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 sorry, Clary, sorry, Clary, 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 can I don't know? Is you, is, can you hear me? Yes, I can. hear Excellent. You. Okay, you said that some people weren't allowed on stage. Let's forget Haley for the moment. No, you it said wasn't any. I didn't say that. Okay, you said that oh, we were blimey. given uh, in my ears from security. Right, I'm getting instructions. Clary, can I please put a point stage. to you and can you listen to it, please? You, s- sorry, you said that some people. Okay, I must have misheard you. Then I thought you said that some people weren't allowed on stage, but you yeah, did I say said we give them less time. Yeah, okay. Well, that's uh, how how come it was organised so badly that people got less time than they were promised on stage? It wasn't that it was organised so badly. We had the, it was raining. And so there were health and safety issues that we had to deal with throughout the procession to do with stage, to ensure everybody was safe on the stage. What, would the, why was, the, what was the health and safety factor, Clary, that meant that they didn't get the... They didn't get the Clary, can I finish a question, please? Please. Clary, can I finish a question? It's very frustrating. What was the health and safety that meant instead of having four minutes on a stage, someone got three minutes on a stage? We had because we, at the very start of the parade, when people were coming off the stage... It was raining. We had to be very, very careful. So they had to go so quicker on the stage. Had to be slowed up. You couldn't come onto the stage very quickly. Everybody had to be more careful going on the ramp and coming off the ramp. So you we gave them less time. We had to take extra care, and so we were being more careful. And in doing so, to ensure that everything is still running, we had to ensure that people were actually getting on and off more carefully. Was by giving them less time to do it. So no, you had what you had to do is manage them carefully so that they could have good performance and get on and off the stage safely, and that's what we were doing. By giving them less time to do it? We didn't... Yes, some or some groups who did... For whom going on stage was not a priority, because they they weren't being judged, they weren't weren't having... I I wonder, Clary, how rushing them... Makes we it safer to go. Well, you said that they had they, they gone from three minutes I to two minutes. That. I said we were being careful to ensure everybody's safety by giving them less time to be on stage. You know, I said some groups we were discussed with them, and some. So, for example, I have a group myself, and I manage my group across the stage to ensure that all the groups coming through were going to have their time. But what happened here is that we had got to our time, and this group was outside of their time. They weren't in the right place. And had they been there, there wouldn't be any issue. Okay, let me, to, Clary, let me go back to Clary. Let me go back to let me go back to Haley. Haley, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, did you speak to Clary or not? I did speak to Clary because um, she because says you, she, she says that you didn't, and she says that she didn't say um, that the costumes were crap. Right. The first person she approached was myself because I was right at the front of the truck. I was the only person she approached at that time. Um, I did, however, have um, another colleague next to me, Clarkie, who was also wearing a high vis so she actually approached me first of all. She wanted to know the name of the band. She looked down and she said, this band is not on my list. Now, I'm not being funny, obviously. I know I spoke to her because she was the only one at that point in time, and we know that um, she's the artistic director. Okay, um, so I did speak to her. I don't know if she's forgotten, but I haven't forgotten. I wouldn't forget speaking to somebody and telling them, um, and, and them telling me that my band is not on the list and you're not spoiling my finale show. Have you forgotten, Clary? Well, I don't remember speaking to her. I remember speaking to a young man who I said, Who's your name? I can't remember his name now. Um, I looked at what was going on the stage, my time, 
and it was time for us to give it, give it back to the Sounds Forum, and that's what we had to do. And there was never been any issue. If the truck had been ready and in the place, they would have gone over, no problem. At that point, I had a decision to make, and I had to make the decision. So you did speak you know, to Hayley? I don't know if I spoke to Hayley. Ah, because you said, ah, well, you said you definitely didn't, but now you're I saying you might have done. I Hayley is. You're telling me this is somebody's name. I don't know who Hayley is. Hayley, Clary did raise a, 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 an interesting point. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, how many people did you have on your float? Right, let me just pass you over to Cleon Lord. Who's who? Why? Uh, I'm the um, band's director. Sorry about that. Good morning to everyone. Uh, what, what, sorry, why, uh, why? Why am I not speaking to Haley anymore? Oh, I see you want to speak to you. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yeah. How many? Uh, how many people did you have on the float? How many people we had on the float? Yeah. What do you mean in the height, ma- in the height masqueraders and costumes, or as in? How many people did you charge fifty quid a pop to be on your float? How many people did we charge? Fifty pounds. 30 people. 30 people times 50. What's... Catherine, you do the maths. It's too early for me. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, yeah. Yeah. Why was your your float not ready then? Well, it was ready. Um, Well, it it, wasn't, was it? it, What happened is one of the straps came loose. Sometimes it can happen. Um, So, you know, we decided to strap it up again. But why was it... But surely... why Why was your float not ready? If you're charging... 50 quid a pop, uh, and you've got 30 people. That's £1,500, my slow maths has just worked out. Um, you weren't providing them with what they were expecting. Well, no, they, uh, we'd done an announcement, so they were, they were fully aware of But if I was, was paying on. 50 quid to appear on the back of a float in a costume, I would expect that float to be road and indeed carnival ready. We were still moving along. But, it, we, but you had to pull over and let everyone else pass you. Yeah, because we didn't want to take a chance in, you know... If so somebody, the, float, the float wasn't ready? If somebody was um, working on the actual speaker, OK, and strapping across, you can't then let a truck move. No, of course not. But the, the, it, it should have been fastened correctly before you move, before, before those people even got there. And at the same point, what I do want to go back to is, is um, why there wasn't a contingency plan for people that was late. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go on to that in a second. I, I want to know why you were charging uh, people 50 quid a pop for a float that wasn't carnival-worthy. Well, it was. It well, wasn't, it, obviously, I mean, it, was it wasn't. Time, but, it um, wasn't, the Hayley. The, 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 the speaker wasn't, the, uh, wasn't strapped down. It wasn't safe. That was a health and safety issue. Yeah, we... I know. I know, and I'm glad you strapped it down. Why wasn't it strapped down safely before? Sometimes these things can just happen, sometimes. Sometimes the strap can, uh, can just come undone. Yeah, sometimes it can do. It depends. Wow. If, you, if you double, if you double, ta- if you double um, strap the, the, um, yeah. the speakers, yes, it can happen. Okay. It depends on which way. Um, everybody has their own individual way in strapping and down And well, is one way better than the other way, yeah? Um, it depends on what kind of speakers you've got again. Right, so, but is there, is, there one, is there one way that's kind of better than the other way, more, more reliable? Um, not really. Because you, you don't hear about speakers coming unstrapped or falling off floats very often. I just, it just seems that if you're charging, you know, 1,500 quid, um, I, just, I just don't understand why you hadn't strapped the... Um, how much money are you going to give back to the people? How much money are we going to give back? We'll give back um, a refund of £20. And have you told everyone that, that that's what you're going to do? They will be getting that, yeah. Okay. When, when, when did you decide that? Um, you know... Just now? No, no, yesterday we decided okay. and that. You've to- so you've told everybody that was on the float they're going to get 20 quid back? They'll get 20 quid back. You've told them that? Correct. Yes. And they're all happy with that? Yes, yes, they would be. They would be, you know... Well, you've definitely told them? Yes, we have told them. OK. Because part of me is thinking, Hayley, chinny rack on. Mm. Yeah, that you've just, you've just realised that maybe you weren't providing the service that perhaps you should and it's just popped in. So if we were to speak to somebody that was on the back of that float, mm-hmm. they would have got, what, a phone call, email from you yesterday saying they're going to get 20 quid back? Some of them have been able, on, on able to be um, reachable, but um, we are sending out emails today. How many did um, you reach yesterday? Um, a few. If it was not Haley, if it was none, just yesterday. say it was none. Come on, listen, no, guys. No, no, no. It was a few yesterday. A few, a few of them yesterday. Okay. But um, you know, it does take some time to try and do these things. Okay. 
Do you have any sympathy for Clary, who was organised... You know, it's it's a big thing, organising something like this. And if if people are turning up and they've, they've they, their trucks aren't ready and there's bits that might fall off and they've got to stop and pull over and, you know, Clary's gone to a lot of work to organise this and plan this and it's like a military operation. If you're, you know, causing problems... Have you got any sympathy for Clary, who, who was, was trying to, you know, get this show on? I do, in a sense. I do. Um, having said that, her reasons were not stated as to why we did not you were go late. on the stage. You were late. Your truck wasn't ready and you were late. But for some reason, I don't understand. We, uh, you know, in Notting Hill Carnival, this doesn't happen. Notting you Hill know. Carnival, with the greatest of respect to Luton Carnival, it, you know, it's like about 100 times bigger and better. And no disrespect to anyone organising this, but Notting Hill Carnival is massive. People come from all over the world for this. This is Luton Carnival. Yeah. And it's disappointing, but... You know, there was the, the 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 truck broke down. Let's be generous. Let's say it's you know that uh, uh, it wasn't a mistake. That it was just one of those things. Can you really blame Clary for for saying, look, I'm sorry. You know, the speaker was going to come off. You had to stop and, and strap it on. We haven't got the time to get you on. Rampage you're on. Yeah, my point is, why make a comment? What, uh, about what she said? Why why make that comment? There was no need to make that comment. All Did she? she... All she needed to say was, OK, I'm sorry, Hype Masqueraders, at this point in time, you have re- um, you've reached judging point late, you cannot cross the stage, I am really sorry about that. Yeah. That's all she needed to say. But what she did say, and obviously I didn't like it, and nor did the um, directors of the band, they did not like that. What, her saying that the costumes were crap? Yeah, that the costumes were crap. Hand on and heart, Hayley. Um, the finale. Hand on heart. Finale. Hand yeah. on heart, look me in the eyes... Mm-hmm. Did she really say the costumes She did, were hand on heart, hand on heart. And that's me oh. being very honest. On your mother's on life? On my mother's life. Clary, on your mother's life? On my life. mother's life, I would swear, I would swear. And um, you know what? Even so, um, I'm going to swear on my daughter's life, OK? OK, well, I wouldn't I'm, ask you... I'm, you, I'm swearing on my daughter's right, life, OK? Right. And I'm telling you, this is what she said. Clary? Hello. You've heard what Hayley said. Now, come on, you were stressed... It was a busy day. The weather wasn't quite what you hoped for. Lots of people, you know, shouting, running around, and you know, people turning up late. And it's I, 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 I respect to you for organising this. Is there a chance that you might have said the costumes were crap? I don't think so because I have been. I'm you don't think so? No, I can't remember to be. No, 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 and that's fine. You can't I, remember. So that, you saying you, you can't remember I implies there might be a chance. Down. Well, no, I don't... She's I just sworn on her daughter's I life. I did say to them that it couldn't go on because we've got the finale on and I can't, I can't deal with it. I said, look, look and see, look ahead of you. See what's going on. That's what I... That is what... Yes, I did say. It would spoil the finale. And on top of that, I, the time had gone. And before they even gone past, there was a, the, the next performance was on the stage, waiting to start. You know, they were at the corner and the girl had started her performance. Mm. You, we, we couldn't do the time at that time. And I can't accept responsibility no. because they didn't get where to do what they should have done with their infrastructure. We, we could have at that point when the side said, sorry, you can't continue in the parade. Instead, we made a decision that we would let them continue. So in the interest of all the people that they had brought to continue through. And had they been on time in the right place, then they would have gone on the stage, wouldn't they? Hayley, do you accept that? If you'd have been on time... That is what would have happened. Do you accept... Let's put the, the, the bad language to one side. Do you accept, Hayley, had you been there on time, you could have gone on the stage and that it was unfortunate that you couldn't? Most probably, yes. All right. Hey, Justin. Yeah? You're in the podcast. Great I stuff. I didn't authorise this. I didn't authorise Dealey in the podcast. I think he's in it too much. It's in my contract. Um, <laughs> who's Albert? I don't remember who Albert was. The oh, Meatpacker. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that, that could st- this is classic. It says Justin Dealey about his own bit of radio. <laughs> <laughs> Albert. Morning, Dealey. Morning, Ian. <laughs> oh, what a legend you are, Albert. What a legend in your own underpants you are. Thank you, sir, and yourself. What have you got for us, Albert? I'm throwing me hat into the ring... Eurovision next year, my friend. Okay, what have you got? What have I got? Meat meat is a cruel mistress, (laughs) is the name of my chin. Okay. Do you want to sing us a bit? 
Oh, it's, it's a bit fresh off the press. That's but okay. You, I've, I've got a whole load of tunes, cover versions, that I'm going to send to Ian in the next couple of weeks. You're going to love this. Okay. Every time I go away, you take a piece of meat with you. You know the Paul Young song? I do, unfortunately, yes, yes. Um, I've got a cover of the ABBA song, Chicken Pizza, You and I Know. You know that one? Yeah. Class. Yeah. Anything I want to hold your ham. Sing it then, go on. You know it. Are you going to join in? Well, <laughs> you start. Dealey, why, join Dealey, in. why don't you sing it? Come on. Go on, Dealey. Albert first, come on. Albert first. No, come on, Dealey. Come You've on, got Albert. The vocal cords, son. Come on, you can oh. do it. Come on. Oh, I want to hold your hand. <laughs> Thank you, Albert. Thank you, Albert. Oh, wow. Um, OK, that's that was Justin Dealey, and uh, I think you'd agree. That was classic. Do you agree, Justin? Uh, yes, I do. On this occasion, I do agree. By yeah. the way, can I, no secrets here. To, to send an email to most people at the BBC, first name dot last name at bbc.co.uk. Justin.dealey at bbc.co.uk. Yeah, but it's the spelling, you see. The... Well, yeah, they exactly. Can, you they see? can Google you to check. Well, I'm just saying that there is another Dealey out there who's also famous, and it's spelt another Justin Dealey. No, no, well, then no, that wouldn't work. No, but Cat Cat Dealey's very famous. She's not on the BBC She's, system. Yeah. Different spelling to me. I'm just saying people get confused. So you're saying if they spell Justin dot Dealey wrong, mm. it will go to Cat Dealey. No, I'm not saying that. I'm then just why are you I'm, saying I'm saying it's I'm saying that she's a famous Dealey, and she's got a different spelling to me. That's, that's a good fact. Speaking of spelling... <laughs> <laughs> Was that classic? Yeah. Sorry, Kelly's doing some business. Speaking I of... I wish you wouldn't do it in my studio. <laughs> <laughs> I've got work here. Yeah, speaking of spelling... Yeah. This... This is the moment I died. <laughs> spell square. Kelly, spell square! S-C-U... What? Oh, my God! Oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen! No, I meant... That's fine. That's fine, Kelly. Microphone's off. There's the podcast. Just put that as the podcast. That 30 seconds. I knew if I got... No. I knew if I said it quickly, she'd get confused. <laughs> because she was so methodical last time. She even did the head. S-Q-U-A-R. There's no good spelling it in tandem with your, with your mate. You spelt square on local radio, and you're lucky. We've had the recent bad. figures in. There's no one listening, but you think that's bad? You know, she typed on the screen. Yeah, yeah. It's like item. Come on then, Kelly. I T E M K E L L Y I S A N U M P T Y. Put that in the podcast, and I'll be listening no. to this week's podcast and I'll make sure that you do. That is not going in. That's going to be my new ringtone. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, OK, it turns out square is actually quite a tricky word to spell. So they big, massive uh, flags that say Bedford Square. <laughs> but they don't say Bedford Square. They've spelt square wrong. They've got the <laughs> A and the U the wrong way round. Oh, these, uh, these massive flags are opposite me right now. I'm live in Houghton Regis. Six of them, giant flags. So square, even I can spell square. They've spelt them S-Q-A-U-R-E. Kelly had a little bit of trouble earlier on. She thought square was spelt with a C. Mm, but it's, great to have you, it's great to have you back, Kels. No. You, you, you did, mate. No. It happened, and it's it in this a... week's podcast. <laughs> It was such an accident. <laughs> I, I don't know how to spell square. I asked I you to spell where... square. You went S C. <laughs> Catherine, can you get that audio of, of Kelly saying that, this, please? I don't I'm know sure where Kelly's clipped it. We asked her to, didn't we? From. Yeah, Ke Kelly, where's the clip that I asked you to get it's of that? Deleted. It's okay. with the littlest hobo. Okay, if you could find that for me, Catherine, me asking her and her giving us the answer, please. That would be great. Yes. It's great to have you back, by the way. I had no one to bully. Uh, you've taken this to the streets, Just, of course. I have. Expect um, nothing less from you. Absolutely. Now, a lot of people on our Facebook page and Twitter as well, um, they've seen these flags and they're saying, this is utterly ridiculous, it's embarrassing. But the bigger question for me was, would anybody in Houghton Regis yeah. notice that square wasn't spelt correctly? Yeah. So what I did for, for 25 minutes, I spoke to the people here in Bedford Square and I asked them a very simple question... I asked them to spell the word square. Here's what happened. Can you spell square for me? Oh, come off it. Square. S-Q-U-R-E, innit? Daniel, how do you spell square? It's square. S-Q-R-E. Square. OK, uh, great vibe. 
Poor spelling. Thanks very much. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> How are you, madam? Square. S Q U R E. Oh, no, I can't remember. I don't know, I can't remember. Square. How do you spell square? S Q E U R E. I think. Anything about religion? No way. No, not about religion. How do you spell square? It said S Q U I R E. Afternoon, ladies. Uh, doing some dog research. Very simply, can you spell the word square for me? S Q A. U R E. I've got Justin. There's another 55 seconds of this to go. Mm, mm, I, it, this mm. is, this is breaking. Are these, is this real? This is real. I promise you, this, this is, is real. This is the most depressing <laughs> vox you've ever done. This, this is breaking to me my yesterday. heart. You said to me yesterday, oh, you idiots. won't find anybody who can't. I did. Yeah. Well, I did. Should we, should we continue? Yes, please. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, what, what do you think, madam? How do you spell square? Fair, <laughs> couldn't we? <laughs> The question is, madam, it's quite a big question. <laughs> okay. How do you spell the word square? S Q U R E. Ask you a very quick question. How do you spell the word square? I don't know. I'm a street dog from the radio. Uh, How do you spell the word square? Square? S Q U A I R E. What? I'm J Dog. Oh, nice to meet you. And yourself. Um, how do you spell the word square? S U. Oh, hang on. That ain't spelt right up there anyway. But that's not spelt right. No. Yeah, that's correct. So how do you spell it? S U A R. I don't know. <laughs> I love the way you said that's not spelt right, but you couldn't get it yourself. Wow. The one good thing to come from that, mm. Kelly doesn't feel so much of a numpty. <laughs> she does. There are people out there who are as, as, as dumb as Kells. I mean, we could try another word in no, Houghton Regis. I know how to spell square. It's great to have you back, mate. Speaking of dying. <laughs> hey, speaking of dying, this is sad. Came home yesterday and the boys were all excited. Hey, Daddy, Daddy, we've got a bird. Oh, what? no. We've got a bird. I said, oh, go and show me. And there's a tiny little baby bird that had fallen out of a nest and was kind of stuck on the pavement on the floor in, 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 in our garden. And they, were, and, I, and they put a teddy bear by it. And I said, oh. uh, and I, said, I forgot I was talking to children. Well, that's going to be dead soon. They went, what? I said, well, that's going to be dead soon. Why? It was, it's covered in your smell. And uh, I just got a text from my, uh, my wife this morning during the show. Let me read you that uh, text. It says... Poor bird. So that bird's dead. Have you got a cat? Maybe she's yes. talking about herself. Well, there you go, then. It's not fallen out. It's the cat which has murdered that bird. You name me a more arrogant animal than a cat. Dolphin? No. No. A cat. It does what it wants, what? how it wants, what? and also it goes out. Cats go out and they murder for fun. And do you know what? Here's a question. Why is there not a cat caught? What? Yeah? <laughs> No, I've, been, I've, been, I've said this for years, OK? Cats go out and they murder. They murder every single day and they get away with it. What do you mean, who, would be, who would be in charge of cat court? Well, the chief cat. <laughs> Top cat. Yeah, it's, it's like saying for human beings, oh, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't have a court for humans if they kill people. It's the same principle. <laughs> You've got animals out there who are killing each other and they're getting away with so it. So you're imagining a cat court, then there'd be a cat prison, right? Yes. Cat probation? Yes, the whole the full cat shebang. Cat community service. Yes. How would the cat their own defend stuff? itself, though? You know they well, don't speak, right? Well, do they? How do you know? Cats communicate, don't they? Everyone communicates. What about Cat Dealey? Well, <laughs> <laughs> she'd be the hot, sexy judge. Yes. In you Cat Court. You see where I'm going here? I'd love to go down there. Yeah. <laughs> Just murder a bird and. Because it's taking a really dark turn. <laughs> anyway, speaking of murdering animals, here's a bit about when someone didn't murder a rabbit. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk/slash three counties. Thank you, Barry. He got Hunt's name wrong, but it could have been so, so much worse. <laughs> it could have been so much worse. Hey, coming up on the show today, um, Kelly Betts is uh, back. Kelly, great to have you back. Thanks, man. Um, and what we're going to do is we are going to kill you live on air. Oh, I hope excellent. you're OK with that. I brought a bicycle pump. Yep, yeah, good. We're going to um, uh, inflate her and then batter her to death. Is that all right, Kelly? Yeah, that's fine. Nice work. Across beds, hearts... They never killed a rabbit. This. They never BBC killed a rabbit. Here's the radio. thing, right? Not with a bicycle pump. Well, did they inflate it? They inserted well, that's, a... That's what I thought at first, but no, they just the, hammered it over the head. They never killed a rabbit. That was an hilarious stunt. The, the, Steve Pink was probably the producer that day. They never killed a rabbit. I tell you what, 
if they did kill the rabbit, they didn't eat that one because no. there's no meat on a rabbit anyway. Never mind a tiny baby one. This is the Dutch uh, um, uh, radio presenters Dutch. who. They d- ah, good. Now I'm glad you said that because I always get the two mixed up. Yeah, I can understand that. Dutch and Danes. Duh words. So they're Danish. Yeah. Like a pastry. Yes. Do the Danish pastries really come from the Danes? I'm going to say no, Greg's. That is nuts, isn't it? Mm. Surely you can't um, call them Danish anymore. Like, you can't call Kendall Mint Cake Kendall Mint Cake unless it's from Kendall Mint Cake. Yeah, important. So these Dutch radio presenters... um, No, thanks, I'm full. God, no, I was going to do that! You'd be gutted if I I actually had one. Not as as gutted as the rabbit wasn't. So these Dutch radio presenters... Mm -hmm. they uh, Danish. No, thanks, I'm really, really stuffed. They claim that they killed a rabbit live on air by battering it to death. And the whole... It's in all the papers. The whole world has gone, this is disgusting. I tell you, yeah, it is disgusting. It's disgusting that there are radio presenters still so lazy that they would pretend... Because that's what they did, guys, to kill a rabbit on the air. They pretended... They would have got a pump, a cushion and a squeaky toy. Well, it would explain why they went into such detail. Apparently they were saying, oh, it's twitching. And it was... So they were, they were, they were painting, painting pictures, weren't they, with their words? Right. Their words. With their mouths. I'm going ki- to kill a rabbit. No, th- this is... No rabbit, no real rabbit is being... At this point. Uh, Kelly, I'm, I'm afraid, due to our lack of sound effects, mm-hmm. um, you're... Shall I do the squeak? Um, oh, no, hang on a minute. I, I, think I, can, I think I can make this work. Hang on one second. Hang on a second. Is this... Let me just see if this... Uh, let me just see if this works. Hang on a second. I know which one. <laughs> oh, hang on. It's not working. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Can you not use my child as a sound effect? What uh, about one of yours? <laughs> or lockers going, ooh. Oh, yeah, hang on a second. You missed this yesterday, Kelly. That would be better. Uh, we, heard, uh, we heard Locker's uh, sex voice. Um, hang on a minute. Where have I put him? Oh, I've got so many. Oh, yeah, OK, right. So we're going to kill her. So I've got a rabbit here. This is it, Theatre of the Mind, right? I've got a rabbit here, cute, lovely. He's called Alan. He's called Alan the Rabbit, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill him now. He's just... You hold him there, Kath. You got him? You got him? Oh. Uh. Uh, uh. Where should I hit him, Lower. Lockers? There? Lower. There? Lower. There? Ooh. Yeah, you love that, didn't you, Lockers? You dirty boy. That's what they did! They didn't kill a rabbit! They did not kill a rabbit! It never happened! Now, if someone were to point me to the video footage, which no doubt they would have shot, then I'll stand to be corrected, but um, there ain't no video mm. footage because it didn't happen. And it would explain why the animal rights activist stood oh, by an, uh, and then said, I, I have nothing to say now. Yeah, there was an... Uh, oh, jeez. And everyone has fallen for it! Everyone except... This guy. Not Jackie Wilson. I mean, he's dead. But uh, if Jackie Wilson were alive, he wouldn't have fallen for it. He'd have seen right through those Dutch people. Danish. No, thanks. I'm full. Smelt the breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Did you just cut the cheese? Um, I don't have any cheese. I think you stink. <gasps> you so do you. How rude. Hey, how rude having a go at little... How old's that little girl that... Uh, Six. Sammy, you think it's... Think of Billy, Billy Big um, uh, Boots. Potatoes. Yeah, bullying a six-year-old child. How outrageous. Isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? Isn't it? It is, though. Isn't it? It is. Kelly, great to have you back. Thank you. You're welcome. 616, we're down the rabbit hole. We ain't pretending to kill no rabbits down this hole. Rabbits are free to come and go as they please. Oh, yeah, headlines. Um, mm, 616, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A woman... I'm just getting out of my system, because when I'm on BBC London this afternoon, I won't be able to do any of this nonsense. Straight down the line. Straight down the line. Straight... Yes, I am. Straight down the line. Midday. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's appalled after finding an Italian tomb built over her great-grandparents' grave in Hoddesdon. Permission granted. I don't think it's literally for Italians. I think it's Italian style. We can take the Italian bit out. It's just a mausoleum. Those damned Italians coming over it. I may be wrong. But uh, no, these are victims of the, uh, the f- uh, famous ice cream wars of the 1970s. 
No, those Italians coming over here, stealing our grave space with their Italian tombs. I don't think it is, but it might be. So okay. Just... Steady. Steady. No, I, we're in a very naughty mood this morning, primarily because um, Kelly's back. Great to have you back, Kelly. You're welcome. Thank you. And the Queen's doing something later. Wicked. Three Counties Radio. We're the BBC. I'm sorry, guys. 08459 455 555. What was the phrase that offended you? Emotive land. <laughs> Emotive land. Right. No, and I think that's genuinely a beautiful phrase. There is much it land that is... It means nothing. Oh, No. Flanders that's fields, that's not emotive land. Oh. It's the emotion that you attach to it, the land in itself. No! All right, guys, down the rabbit hole until 7 o'clock, emotive land. Dealey, take this to the streets. What land is emotive for you? 08459 455 555. I can think of plenty of emotive land. Go on. Um, One example. Holland or Denmark? All right, then. Do you want to do, 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 do this on air? Because I'm about to pwn you. And you can't come back against this. You ready, Just? Why are you going to turn ready? my mic yep. off? Go on. No, I'm not going to turn your mic off. I'm going to pwn you, and you're going to go, oh. You're about to hear you go, oh. OK. Ask me the question. Emotive land. Yeah. What's yours? The, um, the spot just um, west of Edinburgh where my dad's ashes are buried. Very emotive land. You buried your dad's ashes? Boom. Yeah, I know, I no, know. No, it's not, that's not uncommon. I've done yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's... Not in, his dad. That's called interning. Is that interning them? Yes. Interring. Interring, is it? Oh, yeah, not interning. I thought we got a turn each. That's giving them I a job. I went to Edinburgh uh, earlier in the year, I think it was this year, uh, maybe, anyway, to uh, to get rid of my dad's ashes. Right, I thought we were going to scatter them, and I was all set to scatter them, and then we buried them, and I had to pretend I knew that's what we were going to do all along. So that's emotive land, Justin, isn't it? Oh, wow. That's that's, that's getting deep. That, well, really it wasn't deep. that deep. And my <laughs> nan and granddad my, yeah. uh, are buried there illegally. Really? Yeah, they because you can only have a certain amount of of, of things there, like um, jars with the the bits in of yeah. the dead person that you loved, and um, like all the the, the rugby's are kind of their ashes are buried there. But the council, when my nan and granddad were going to be buried, they said, "Oh no, you can't, you can't, you've not got permission to do it." So they're like, oh, "All right, fair enough." My family are dead common, right, and they're from uh, South London, so they they buried. Although I think they buried my granddad's ashes there. But they weren't allowed to bury my nans, and so the guy from the council, they watch you bury the ashes and stuff, and um, then they kind of cover it up. And, and my family, they went to leave, and then when they saw the council had gone, they went back and they dug it up again very quickly, and they put um, <laughs> Nanny Pegg's ashes in there. I know I often say I don't want your life story, but that's actually a very good one. In it, in it, yeah, yeah, I like it. In it. Good. So, Emotive Land, 08459 455 555, it happened. It happened. There is emotive... You must know emotive land, Justin. Uh, emotive land for me, again, it's probably going to be quite deep. It's where my uh, grandparents are buried, um, at a church in uh, Hemel Hempstead. Lots yeah. of bit of land there. Beautiful. That, that land to me is special. It's, it's emotive. Can I ask mm. a question of Kelly? Yes. Mm. Kelly, where's your nan? Um, she's several places. Hey. One... Uh, I took her out in envelopes. Yeah, in money bags and cigarette boxes. And Love she's it. partly sprinkled in a chip shop in Wales. All right, this is the phone-in. <laughs> there are two phone-ins. In the chip shop? Yeah, they don't know. In, like an ashtray. They trickled her all over the shop. Here we go, two phone-ins. Right, Justin, you take your pick. Right, you take your pick. Emotive land, yep. or where's your nan? 08459 555. Where's your nan? Just remind us, Kelly, where's your nan? Chip shop in Wales. OK. Mine's in Southport. She's alive. I made myself laugh. She also is inside me somehow because when we threw her ashes, oh. I swallowed a load. Oh no! It's not a clean process, is no. it? Have you ever seen it? When, it, when we um, back. we we my granddad went first, and my older grandma died, <laughs> right? And they wanted to be <laughs> they wanted to be sprinkled together. Oh. So we had to wait. Mm. And then we had this moment where we went on the garden of rest and it was like they give you that sort of shaken back thing. Have you seen that? Yeah. And it's yeah. and it takes ages. And yeah. everyone sort of. Hurry up, Nan. Yeah, and then we release some balloons, so effectively litter. 08459 555 Emotive land, and where's your Nan? Can I ask you a question? Of course you can. What are you doing in here, mate? Did I just thought I'd come in... I'm on the defensive. No, I just thought I'd come in and fill the vibe. Why not? You only ever come in if you've got a cough or a clown. Um, on, on this occasion, uh, neither. My woody is not working. Oh, hey. Yes, yes. Somebody has broken my wood. Hazard of the job. Yeah. Do you want to welcome Kelly back? Uh, Kelly, welcome back. Thanks, man. That's okay. all right. It's great to have you back, Kelsey. <laughs> Thank Thanks, man. So, Delia and I went out on a date at the weekend, Kelly. 
Oh, yeah, to see Paul McCartney. Yeah. Hey, how's his Meat Free Mondays going? Did you ask him about oh, that? I forgot to ask him all about his Meat Free Mondays. Oh, that was the that was the problem. I knew there was something That's that we... That's the main we, thing uh, he's famous for, isn't it? We, we meant to ask him. Hey, yeah. Hi there. Yeah. Paul speaking. I know, Paul. Listen, I need your help. What? Uh, all I want you Me? to do is just log yeah. in yeah. on pledge.meatfreemondays.com and pledge oh. your support to the idea of Meat Free Monday. Okay. All so, you need to do... Tell me what to do. I need your help. Yes. Please You've, do it. You said that. What we'll do you want? send all these pledges, pledges. to the politicians, right. and then they'll do something about it. Are they going to be bothered? So I need your help. What do you want me Please, to do? Tell me. Just log in. Okay. Pledge.meetfreemondays dot dot or one could word. Could you do that reggae style? Pledge.meetfreemondays.com. 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 When do you want me to do it, Paul? You can do it right now, please. I can't, mate. I'm doing a radio show, Paul. What's interesting about having Justin in this environment is, mm. is this is... This shows that when he's on the air, mm. he's actually exerting some self-control. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's 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 him reining it in. You've been carrying that cat stuff around for quite a long time, haven't you? No, I have. I mean, I, I, I love cats. No, I, do, I, I love cats. Don't get me wrong. But you I just despise think, them. No, I, I, I just think some of them are just, well, they're serial killers. <laughs> Come on, guys, this is great bands. Can we hurry up? Because I really need a poo. OK. Um, Speaking of poo, here's some stuff from Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only Mr. Sepp Blatter. He's a legend, isn't he? He doesn't give a stuff. He's a chancer. He's a... He's had it, the chance is paying, a chance in a million. Let this morning, guys, down the rabbit hole, welcome. Only till seven o'clock, then we come out and we do a proper show for the boring people. You guys are the real. You guys are the real people that we do this for. Every, the last two hours uh, is con contractual. This is what it's all about. Hang on, some of the boring people listen again. This morning, uh, and we can get daily out on this. I want to celebrate the first hour of the show. I want to celebrate the magic. Hats off too. Let's all salute Sepp Blatter. Even his name is just like random letters. <laughs> it's like someone got some Scrabble tiles, tossed them in the air, and went Sepp Blatter. That's what we'll call the baby. He's a legend, isn't he? Have you seen the hottie? He's with he's with a hottie, all of his wife. I mean, he's look at look at that, look at that. That's his girlfriend. She's got red fishnets on. She's got red fishies on. That's his girlfriend. That's the coolest thing ever. Every man's dream is a brassy, chunky woman with red fishies on, and she's got them, and he's got them. This morning, guys, we are celebrating... And I want Dealey out on this, because this is going to be the easiest fox this guy's ever done. Today, we are celebrating the legend, the player, Mr Sepp Blatter. Sepp's on the line. Morning, Sepp. Hello, hello, Mr Lee. Hello, Sepp Blatter, sir. How are you, how are you this morning? I'm, I'm very well. And I, I thank you very much for, for praising me on the radio. Everybody else seems to hate me, but... It's nice to see somebody that actually respects me. You're having a tough time at the moment, um, Sepp. It's on the front page of The Sun. Give me his head on a bladder. Uh, uh, everyone, everyone's out, you know, gunning for you at the moment. How does that feel? Well, uh, you think they come up, could come up with something more clever than that, that something that didn't rhyme? I, I, I don't know why they all hit me. I, 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 try and, I try and cater for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... You are a bit of a player, Sepp. You've you've got some beautiful women in your life. You're 84 years old. How do you do it? What's what's the bladder magic? It's just it's just the personality mm -hmm. and and good looks. Well, it's I can got hear. Nothing to do with the money. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it's a bit touch of the old Blarney Stone, huh? No, 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 well, it, it is. It's just charm and sophistication, and I I, I read them a bit. Poetry I always poetry. Yes, I like, to, I like to go for poetry. What kind of poetry would you read to a younger woman, Sepp, to um, to get her into your uh, changing room? Should, should, should I compare thee to a summer's day? Yeah. That far more wondrous, and you can yeah. come and sleep with me if you wear some fishnet stockings. That sort of stuff. OK, the romantic stuff. Yes, romantic stuff. Well, that's it, guys. That was the podcast. Boy, wasn't it great? Why have you stopped leaving um, uh, five gold stars uh, and nice comments? Why have you stopped doing that? What's that all about? Do do that more. Why are you looking at me? Because you should be doing it more. Okay, well. Right, do we're done. Yeah. How does this is your life end? Um, the person gets uh, shot. That was your life. <laughs>
Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 